Good morning on this bright and beautiful day which the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. My sincere thanks and appreciation to our Dean and Rector, the very Reverend Timothy Kimbrough and the leadership of Christ Cathedral Nashville, Tennessee for the invitation to share in your worship today. My prayer is that God will bless us through His Word and Sacrament as we gather in His mighty name. Thank you in English, Bayadanki in Afrikaans, and Kilibua in Susutu, which is the predominant vernacular in the Diocese of Christ the King. Lord God Almighty, in whose name the founders of this country won liberty for themselves and for us and lit the torch of freedom for nations then unborn, grant that all the people of this land may have grace to maintain our liberties in righteousness and peace. Words from the Collect set for this special day in the lives of the American people. How good, how apt, how affirming, how futuristic, real poetic language. But then the crunch question for us, how are we as a nation measuring up to what has been written down for us in that collect? How are we as a nation fulfilling to that prescription? If the founders were to come and do a checkup, what will they find? What will they see? Will they be encouraged and or disappointed? Will our forebears rejoice in the great strides that has been made or turned in their graves, perhaps being disillusioned in what they see and hear? Our collect for this Sunday from our proper reads. O God, you have taught us to keep all your commandments by loving you and our neighbor. Then, as always, it comes with the petition. Grant us the grace of your Holy Spirit that we may be devoted to you with our whole heart and be united to one another with pure affection. And wow! We slide the rule across these two colleagues and discover how you and I are shaping up, discovering that against the backdrop of what is happening in our country, especially over this last while, and even across the entire globe, that we are falling short, well below the barometer that will be used for us all. I think and pray that it is true for all of us, not just the citizens of the United States of America, the people or membership of Christ Cathedral, Nashville, Tennessee, or the people of South Africa, but all of God's people, that on this day, this Sunday, July 4th, in the year of our Lord, 2021, celebrating the day of independence that all of us are called back to basics 
to ask the question of ourselves, who and what am I? What is the purpose of me being created in the image of God? What am I to do to conform to God and His purposes and to ascribe to His commandments? I do not know if we are familiar with the collection of letters by a gifted storyteller by the name of Alice Walker. It is called The Colour Purple. It is a collection of letters written by a young black woman named Silly about a life of suffering and poverty in the rural south. The letters begin, Dear God, Silly's story is one which rips through the hearts of everyone who reads it. Her childlike faith is shaken by repeated indignities. Her father is lynched. Her mother suffers loss of memory. She herself is abused and raped. As her life is pulled apart into fragments, she writes a Dear God letter which concludes you must be asleep. I'm convinced that many of us in the midst of some crises has felt like saying that to God, finding ourselves at times in situations of anxiety and panic, when our true status is brought home to us with fearful realism. In Mark chapter 4, Two Sundays ago, we had the story of Jesus sleeping in the boat while his disciples were battling for survival. What was the cry from the disciples? Master, do you not care that we are perishing? Here in the 21st century, we have our own brands of chaos, racism, individualism, self-centeredness, prejudice. Sometimes we even formulate and manufacture our own titles for these discrepancies we create and find ourselves even blaming our past and our upbringing. We all have our different views and standpoints on certain matters. Some say yes, for the death penalty, others no. Some say yes for abortion, others no. Some have joined the sexual revolution, others are seeking a better way. Some feel it is their right to vote for the Republicans, others the same for the Democrats. Sometimes we seem to be lacking a clear point of reference and some of us are blown about by the winds of change. Some of us then write those Dear God letters. What is happening to us, we say? What is happening to me? What is happening to our country? What is happening to our world? God, you must be sleeping. 
our first instinct in any chaotic situation is to look outside for help. Look to money, or power, or pearls, any quick fix to stop the pain and end the anguish. But Christ is not out there, but in here. Our boat here at Christ Cathedral, Nashville, Tennessee. He's here in the midst of our difficulties. He's here in the midst of the scary moments of our lives. He's with, he is within, he is with us in those moments, in those decision-making times and processes where there does not seem to be a right or wrong or Christian answer. Christ offers not principles, but his own presence. Sometimes we make decisions on moral, economic and political issues on the basis of the kind of God we have. Our God is the God of mercy, the Redeemer, the Saviour, the Prince of Peace. When we look for Him, He is here, there, everywhere, hanging on these gallows. As the psalmist today reminds us to keep our eyes on the Lord our God till he shows us his mercy. People of God, that is the meaning of the incarnation and crucifixion of Jesus. God has come in the midst of us in Jesus Christ, not only to let us know who he is, but to give us his peace. Christ has assumed our chaos in order to redeem it. Humanity's perennial question in some variation is, where are you God? God's eternal answer in the crucified Christ is, here am I in the midst of you. He is in the midst of whatever chaos we are experiencing. He is in the midst of our church. He is guiding us in whatever decision and mission lies before us. Is it not possible today to experience it in the Holy Eucharist we are about to share? For Christ to come in to meet us there. Over the last number of years, celebrating the Holy Eucharist, at the time of the invitation to the table, I have been using these words, Behold who we are, may we become what we receive. Today, might it be a reality? Might it be a coming of age? Not just a draw near, but a deep inward spiritual and cleansing experience of the Christ within us. Some say or might say, the situation in our country is at its worst. We are in chaos. We do not know 
which way to take. With the upheaval and controversies around racism and killings and forced removals and corruption in other countries like South Africa, dictatorship, abuse of power, gender-based violence, human trafficking, all these, together with our own domestic and inward spiritual struggles, the silent but peaceful voice from our Creator is ringing out, I am here. I was born in an era when discrimination and apartheid in South Africa was at its height. Many of us suffered and were subjected to those unjust laws of segregation and separation, where once integrity, humanity and dignity were brought to naught. Things have not been different here in the United States of America. Back home and even here up to today, people are still feeling the sting and are still experiencing the dehumanizing of human rights through racism and oppression. And this is on both sides of the color spectrum. People are still crying out, I cannot breathe. Please remove the shackles. Kumbaya, Lord. Our gospel passage today, listening and hearing, we may ask, what has changed? Beyond all the prophecies, beyond all the proclamation of God's word, beyond all the miraculous interventions of God in the lives of people, people have not changed. They and us continue to remain stubborn and refuse to recognize God and his message. The world of our time often behaves like the people in our Lord's hometown. People all over, the, all over are still living in poverty. People are in need of basic requirements and essentials. We still have the haves and the have-nots. At times we fall flat on our faces through weakness and woundedness that I experienced. Where is God? What can we do? I believe we are called to get up and get out and speak out. Not asking us to become revolutionaries, but to speak the truth in love and against the oppression and suffering and corruption and inhumaneness that are so prevalent in our societies, some more than others. The challenge is there for us. What better day than today? What better time than today as we celebrate the American Day of Independence? Here, July 4th, 2021, this could be the Kairos moment to move away from our stubbornness and being so set in our ways 
to do things in a certain way. To move away from our prejudices against colour and creed. To step away from our sinful nature and attitudes. To move away from our self-centeredness and self-sufficient attitudes. In short, to turn away from our self and pride and become more God-like, more Christ-like, more loving, more caring, more considerate. To subscribe or ascribe anew to the ideals and principles as set out by our founders in the words of our collect on the celebration of 4th of July. Or do we want to see God walking out of our lives and surroundings because of our stubbornness and rejection? The slogan chanted recently in the Black Lives Matter debacle, I cannot breathe. Do we only act once we have heard that cry? Or are we deaf to those pleadings? I would like to conclude with what I mentioned briefly earlier on. Kumbaya, my Lord. Kumbaya, my Lord, Kumbaya. Kumbaya, my Lord, Kumbaya. Someone is praying, Lord, Kumbaya. Someone is crying, Lord, Kumbaya. Someone is singing, Lord, Kumbaya. Kumbaya is a West African spiritual believed to be from the Gula culture, the islands of South Carolina and Georgia. Its meaning is, it is a prayerful plea to God. Someone is sick, my Lord, come by here. Someone is in trouble, my Lord, come by here. Someone is dying, my Lord, come. In 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14, we read, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. The Lord will indeed hear and listen to our prayer. God our Father, in you we live and move and have our being. Help us to look for and find you in the ordinary events of daily life. Amen.